Welcome to the Bacon Game Sports Pod. Your source for the latest on baseball, football, and whatever else he feels like talking about. Get ready. Here is your host, Jesse. Hey guys, welcome back to the Bacon Games Podcast. I'm joined with special guest, new guest, actually, um, Alex of Gym Class All-Stars. What's up, man? How you doing? Doing good, Jesse. How are you? I'm doing great, you know? It's a, it's a fun Wednesday night. It feels weird, actually, um, not having, like, games during the week that I watch all the film of, so I'm kind of just, like, in no man's land, like, oh, what do I do with myself after work? So, <laughs> here I am doing podcasting. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, man. Um, so do you want to tell people uh, more about you for, uh, you know, your podcast and all that stuff? Yeah, absolutely. So much like Jesse, I also I co-host a sports podcast on the Internet called Gym Class All-Stars. Same deal where we talk about instead of just football, we're going to talk about tonight. I, we talk about all different types of sports. So usually the big four NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB and my co-host Robbie fortunately can't be here tonight. We add our own little analysis in. We add our own jokes, whatnot. It's a pretty lighthearted type show. Really great stuff. Uh, if you're interested, you can just Google Gym Class All-Stars. You should find us for podcasts. And then on Twitter, we're at Gym Class Pod. Oh, absolutely. Um, were you guys big Gym Class heroes in, in high school? Is that where this came from or what? Absolutely. I was <laughs> never, well, ex- the exception of volleyball, my school had a boys volleyball team. So I was on that. But we both went to a large high school and like we could never make the basketball team because we had kids like going D1 every year. Mm. Um, but we were we were rec all stars. Let me tell you, I dominated <laughs> rebounds in my rec league. Oh, that's fucking dope, dude. That's great. Yeah, I, uh, I feel like I we played. You know what pickleball is? You ever heard? You ever heard of yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, we played that a lot in, in high school. And that was something everyone got really into. Or at least all like the dudes uh, got really into it. And that was. That was probably my biggest gym class hero moments, you know, diving on the floor, paying pickleball, which is kind of cringe looking back on it, but uh, it was hella fun at the time, so whatever. That sounded douchey, but I guess I was really good at uh, dodgeball, uh-huh. but it was like, I was so cutthroat at it that I just, you know, I played baseball when I was younger, so I could, you know, I had an arm. Yeah. I would just whip the ball as hard as I could, and people would duck, and it would just hit the girls in the back who were just standing there just <laughs> praying yeah, to yeah. just leave. I felt, I used to feel terrible about it, but gotta be cutthroat, I guess. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I've played in a, a, a rec dodgeball league uh, where I live right now currently, so that's been that's been hella fun. It, feel, it feels very reminiscent of, like, gym class stuff, you know? That a little more like competitive, a though. Yeah, I'm it's sure. great. Yeah, it's great. I do kickball, too. That That's probably my biggest sport, which is also another, like, gym class thing, but super, super fun. Um, if you guys ever talk about rec sports on your podcast with the gym sport things, I'll be, I'll be around to talk about that shit, man. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, okay, let's get into the playoff matchups, because that is... What we want to talk about, what I want to talk about, really. Um, and the first game on the slate is the L.A. Rams versus the Green Bay Packers. The line is six and a half. Um, and look, the Packers were my or are my team to uh, to I think win the Super. Bowl. I'm pretty sure I'm just on them to win the Super Bowl. That was my my one going into the playoffs and between them and Baltimore. Um, so it's going to be hard for me to take the Packers against the Rams. But man, do I fucking love the Rams. Um, it's going to be a little <laughs> tough. I'm curious, how do you feel about this game? Who do you got? Uh-huh. Well, okay, I think the Packers will win as well. Mm-hmm. I just, with Jared Goff coming off thumb surgery, and I don't know, their offense looked good against Seattle, but Seattle has not been clicking for weeks. So, you know, good on them for winning on the road. But 
the Packers are a different beast. What I will say, if Cam Akers can have like as good of a game as he did in the wild card, it's going to be kind of a competitive match because the Packers' run defense is terrible. Mm-hmm. But there's a man, a very bad man called Aaron Rodgers, who is going to be hard to get by. I know the Rams have a good defense, but uh, you can't count out the league MVP. And that's just that's the scary part. Yeah, no, it absolutely is. Um, I, I sensed a little bit of, um, I don't know, maybe interdivision rivalry there. Are you are you like a Bears fan or, or something like that? Ah, that's what I'm sensing. Am I wrong? No, I'm a disgruntled Eagles fan, so oh, okay. I hate everything. <laughs> oh, sure, I get that. I'm a Jaguars fan, so it's just... You know, every every well, every year is pain. Trevor so. Lawrence, I mean. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll see. I, I I feel uncomfortable a little bit about giving the reins over to Urban Meyer. Um, if he comes over, because it's just I'm getting flashbacks of like Chip Chip Kelly, you know. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> so I'm just I'm I'm a little worried about that. I feel like the only you know college coach to come in and do that was like and be successful is like Pete Carroll in like the past like 20 years. It's kind of what I feel like, but I feel like I could be wrong if there's someone else who's... I mean, I mean he's I, definitely the most noteworthy one. Yeah. I, Cliff Kingsbury, it's too early to... Yeah, you know, that's also a little early. Right? On. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I also, like, I'm a big fan of... Shit, what what's rules the Carolina coach? Right, Matt, Matt Rule? Yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan of his. Okay. Um, But he, he's a guy, you know, he just turns around programs, so... <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know if it matters the NFL level. I feel like they're also going to turn around. But anyway, we're talking about some different stuff. Do you like, uh, do you like the Rams plus six and a half, though? Or... Because I'm leaning a little bit towards that because defense is so good, you know? Uh, no, I think it's going to be a touchdown game. Mm-hmm. And I think the I, I would pick the Packers minus six and a half. Mm-hmm. A smart bet, I think, is going to be the Packers, at least from what I've watched this season, mm-hmm. start off super hot. So I would imagine like a the first half over or like the Packers over in the first half is probably a good bet. Barring, unless like Jalen Ramsey can absolutely shut down Devontae Adams, which I tend to believe he'll limit, but mm-hmm. I still think the Packers receiving core as a whole will just be too much for the Rams. Yeah, that, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I, I I hate that. I fucking hate playoff spread being six and a half. Like that is the most frustrating thing ever. At least it's not seven. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, right. But like, dude, I, that just, that just really frustrates me. Like, I, I, I feel bad about taking spreads or, or any of that kind of stuff. If I give any advice, cause like it, in the playoffs, it's tough. Um, but I, I still feel like this could be a, a field goal game just cause of how good the Rams defense is. And I don't know. I mean, like, I think Devontae Evans is really good, but uh, Devontae Adams, I don't know if I said Evans there. Um, he, he's, he's real good. Like I, I believe that, but man, that guy gets fed the ball a shit ton. And if you have a standout corner, number one corner, top five corner, in my opinion, Jalen Ramsey, um, against him, I feel like you can't always go to him as like a safety thing for not to say that Rogers needs like a safety valve or anything, but, um, I wonder if that like limiting factor, I know you mentioned Ramsey before, if that had, you know, maybe changes your mind or you feel different. Cause if I get Troy Williamson up against, I don't know, like MVS, like I'm feeling really good about that, you know? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, the Rams secondary is definitely underrated. What I will say is if you, if it's like anyone listening, if you think that the Rams will cover that six and a half point spread, I would pick the under on the games. I don't think the Rams are going to score a ton of points in this game. And I'm leaning toward the Packers will put up like like 28. But if you really think the Rams are going to cover, I'd pick the under then. I've got the under at 45 and a half. That seems pretty low. Oh, that uh, is kind of Yeah, low. right? Yeah, I, I looked at that too. Uh, it's the lowest one by far on the thing. Do you, do you, I, mean, I just have that on FanDuel. Like, do, you, do you think like what we're looking at, like 48 maybe on this? Because that's what I feel like I'm looking at, like a little bit higher than that, right? Oh boy, it's tough. It's, I, th- dude, these guys are the worst. Fucking people who make these lines are the goddamn worst because they're, they're so the awesome. smartest human beings yeah. in the world, just for the yeah. way they make lines. 
Yeah. I just I can't see a world where the Rams put up 20 plus points. And that's what you'll need for 45 for the old 2817, I guess. Ah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it's it's tough. I I 100% agree. All right. Yeah. Here are my picks. Packers minus six and a half. I'm sticking with the under. I'm still sticking with the under. Under 45 or 45 I mean, and a half. Yeah. What was the score last week in the in the Rams game? What was it like 20 to what was it? I don't even remember what the final score was. It but a it, touchdown or two touchdowns? It was a 23 13. Does that sound right? Yeah. I think that's right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you know, they hit under and I feel like the Rams defense and the Packers defense, you know, we haven't talked at all about the Packers defense, but. They're 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 pretty good against the Rams team that you like you mentioned, you know, golf coming off the surgery. He looked pretty good against Seattle, but Seattle's not a great defense. Um he practiced fully today. I did see that, but I mean I, the Packers defense can absolutely shut down this Rams offense. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. They've got two great pass rushers in the Smith guys. They got Kenny Clark still in the middle. Jair Alexander will be able to shut down probably Cup. I would assume he's gonna be on him most of the time, or probably just stay on one side of the field. Um so yeah, I mean I I feel like the under is good, but man, that forty five and a half is <laughs> yikes. I feel like that is hella low, um, but I'm really bad at like the over under stuff. I, I tend not to bet them, um, but yeah. I don't. Know, do, do you think coming off the bye, uh, this hurts the Packers? Because um, I feel like it hurts Kansas City more. But I mean, they also have Andy Reid, so how much can it hurt? But anyway, I, I feel like the Packers coming off the bye probably helps more than hurts. But do you, do you think that factors in at all? I think it definitely helps them. I think even we'll talk about the Chiefs momentarily, but a bye week in the NFL is so useful. And the fact there's only one this year, I think really makes it coveted. So mm-hmm. I think it definitely helps whatever team who has a buy. I don't think it's one of those, Oh, they're on like vacation and they have to come back and they're just sort of out of the loop. I think both teams with the way they're situated will flourish with the bye week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, I, when we get to Kansas City, we can talk a little more about that, but yeah, I mean, I, I would tend to agree, I guess, you know, all this, you know, like Super Bowl hangover stuff, people talk about that being an issue coming in, and that's probably because of, like, injuries. You know, we injuries we saw from San Francisco and stuff like that. You know, they've, they've dealt with that a lot this year. So anytime you get breaks would make sense. Did the, do you remember if the Packers played the entire game against the Bears? I feel like they, they must They did. Have. Yeah, if they won, they right? So that's probably yeah, good. They, they needed to clinch that one seed because Seattle yes, could have potentially beat them right. out for it. If... Right. Absolutely. Yeah, Kansas City did, though. I, I remember that for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, um, that's it's interesting. Um, yeah, do you do you? So I'm I've been in the opinion that the Packers' run defense isn't as bad as it's been on paper, um, or isn't as bad as it's been you know stats wise. Like, because I feel like on paper you have Kenny Clark in the middle, you've got you know like I said the two Smith brothers on the outside. I think their safeties are pretty good and they can tackle. Um, do you think that that's maybe? some unlucky stuff or maybe being in division with like Dalvin cook and like Montgomery and stuff like that maybe has something to do with it. Or do you think that like truly they're just like a trash on defense? Packers have never been known for their defense. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I don't think this year's any different. They're mm-hmm. in a lot of games because their offense, their defense just needs to come up with a stop or two. And that's kind of how they're going to be able to go far in the playoffs. I think their defense is better than last year, but marginally. Like they have mm-hmm. a lot of great pieces, but their run defense is atrocious. Granted, having Dalvin Cook in division does not help anyone. Like <laughs> the man is a monster, mm-hmm. but I, I'm under the assumption their defense is not good. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I mean, I I think that's what the stats would bear out. So I totally feel that. Um, but yeah, I I just I feel like this is just my my assumption, or maybe like a little bit of watching film. I, I definitely have seen them been like torched a bunch, but man, I don't know. I just, 
I just want to see Kenny Clark there. I'm like, dude, like, why aren't you stopping every run? You're fucking huge and great. So I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. Um, let's see, is there anything else I want to talk about this game? I don't think so. I've got Packers to win. I'm leaning Rams plus six and a half. I probably take the over because it's just so low. But um, yeah, I'm definitely come back to that on Sunday. See where I'm at because I definitely like the Packers. You know, they're in it. To, um, they're in it to win it. For uh, they're the best team in the NFL. They've got probably the MVP. Do you do you have Rodgers as your MVP? Or, I do. Yeah. I, I I would have said Mahomes if Mahomes didn't have the bad game against the Falcons. And it wasn't like it was just a below average game. Like he mm-hmm. still won the game, obviously. But yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers is the clear cut favorite to win. Yeah, um, I also just think in the playoffs, like uh, turning over the not turning over the ball is so important. Forcing turnovers is so important. And I feel like the Packers are just really good at that, um, especially in this Rams game. You know, if they get you know two turnovers and they don't commit any, this game's gonna be a blowout. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. but I don't think that's gonna happen. But you know, that's definitely something that's in the realm of possibility, right? Yeah, I just gotta switch my pick though. I'm looking at the the Rams Seahawks game. It was thirty to twenty. I have to say over now. <laughs> yeah, okay. The Rams can score 30 sense. against the Seahawks. Yeah. Fine by me. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, okay, yeah. I th- yeah, that over, that under just, it's really small. Although, like we said, the guys who make this shit are so fucking good. But whatever, that's fine. <laughs> um, the next team I want to talk about is the Baltimore Ravens and the Buffalo Bills. I've got Buffalo plus two and a half. I've got Buffalo straight up. And I've got Buffalo, you know, making it to the, to the Super Bowl. So <laughs> they're my team. Uh, what, do you, what do you got for this game? I think Buffalo will win this game. Uh, it's tough because the Ravens are hot right now, mm-hmm. but Tennessee's run defense and just defense in general is trash. I mean, it was kind of one of those on the down low things for most of the season. We just kind of didn't think much of it because they were still winning games, but the Bills defense definitely better than the Titans and they have a really good secondary so I tend to imagine if they can jam Lamar or jam Dobbins or whoever's at a running back, mm-hmm. if they have like one-on-one against Hollywood Brown or Des Bryant, like I tend to believe they're going to decimate them in that kind of contest. Mm-hmm. Basically, if they make Lamar throw, they'll win. Interesting. Okay. Do you do you think do you think the Bills defense is better than uh, the Tennessee defense? I do. How much better do you think? Like a tier or two above, or like? Because I I wonder if. Who who's I mean I think Buffalo's defense is better I will definitely grant that for sure, um, but I'm not sure how much better it is you know I don't, I don't think it's like significantly better to the point where I'm worried about it as much as I was Tennessee's last week. But what do you think? It's funny because like last year they had such a great defense mm-hmm. and we sort of I think internalized that idea where oh Tennessee has this great defense they're just an all around great team mm-hmm. so they they should be able to go far and win kind of like they did last year in the playoffs, mm-hmm. but. To me, they, they've really regressed. And I think the Buffalo team, while they may not have the best run defense, like their secondary is just as good, if not better, than the Titans. And I think they are marginally yeah. better in uh, I, all yeah. aspects. Mm-hmm. I think the secondary, you're absolutely right. Um, I think it, when it comes to like the pass rush, though, I think uh, Buffalo is heavily lacking. Sure. Um, yeah. Right. Or, or yeah, maybe not. I mean, especially like if I look at, you know, the Titans uh, defensive line or whatever, three, four thing. Like I love Simmons. I love Landry. Like I'm pretty into those guys. And I'm not sure what is it like Jerry Hughes on like Buffalo. And like that's that's what we got going rushing the pasture. I'm not I just not super convinced that that's uh, that the defense will put enough pressure or, or, or big enough in the secondary. They're there. like I love Hyde, White, Poyer. All those guys are very good, obviously. Um, but I, I do worry 
that, you know, this defense won't get enough pressure. And who cares about the secondary if Lamar rushes for 120 yards again this week? Does that worry yeah. you at all? Or? Uh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to, like, convince I, you to take you off your shit. You know what I mean? I'm just No, like, no. I, I, I completely understand. My problem is I want to, like, shit on Lamar. And I really just want to say, <laughs> like, it. he's kind of a fluke. Uh-huh. But the thing is, you know, I we all get burned by these assumptions we make and then people actually show up in the playoffs. Like I thought Lamar was going to lose to the Titans and the first quarter last week definitely indicated that, but he was able to just run over the Titans defense and the rest of them for the Titans did nothing. Mm-hmm. I guess what I'm a little bit scared about is the Ravens defense. Actually mm-hmm. like last yeah. week against yeah. the Colts, the bills obviously won. They have playmakers and Stefan Diggs. They have just a great run game too. But there are definitely some, like, kind of lacking issues, especially in keeping Josh Allen protected. I mean, he's mobile and can move around. But to me, like, the Ravens' defense is, you know, comparable to the Colts. Maybe not as lethal or maybe not as well-rounded, but they have a lot of really great players on the defensive side. And that just concerns me. If they are having these long offensive drives and their defense gets breaks and then they kind of gain momentum, I think they're just going to keep rolling with it. So for Buffalo, the big thing is keep the momentum and keep the ball out of Lamar's hands effectively. Yeah, definitely. That, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I, I will say, though, all right, two things about that. Um, I also really want to shit on fucking Josh Allen, but I won't as much because um, he Why? definitely has proven. Oh, I just I'm not a huge believer in Josh Allen. Um, I think he had a really good year. I, 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 I will definitely really say that. He had a really good year. Um. I, I, I will, but I, I do remember distinctly in the beginning of the year, I was pretty hard on him, and uh, Bills fans, I've said this before, fucking shitty to me, and uh, fuck them, but uh, on Twitter at least, but no, um, I really just think that he can turtle at any time, um, he did a lot in the beginning of the year, he was fumbling a lot, he's corrected some of those mistakes, I 100% believe, like he's not rushing the ball as much, he's not using that as a crutch anymore, which I think is very, very healthy for him, really, really good for him, he's got a great arm, he can really deliver it in there, um, but I, I, I do worry that he has a tendency to fold in on himself, and I mean, beating the Colts by three is cool, I guess. Um, I just worry that a, jo- a playoff Josh Allen isn't as good as we've seen him in the regular season. And I think the Ravens defense, my second point, is just it is probably leagues better than the Colts defense. I think the Colts defense is a little overrated this year, personally. And I, I love the star power on the Ravens defense, if they're all healthy. That has obviously been a huge concern for most of the year. Um, like, I'm looking at the injury report right now. Peters, Judon, uh, Campbell were all DNP today. So it's not a good yeah. look. But um, I just I love that defense, especially that secondary um, if, if they're healthy, just it, they, they feel like they can really maybe not stop Stefan Diggs. I think Stefan Diggs is one of the best receivers in the NFL, if not the best, but definitely hold Buffalo to account more in the passing game than uh, the Colts were able to do last week. Yeah, but there's something about Stefan Diggs like that man is an all star and just yeah. he has mm-hmm. been playing lights out for the past X amount of basically the entire season. He's played great. I, I, I couldn't I think- agree more. I couldn't agree more. I love Stefan Diggs. He's probably my favorite receiver in the NFL this this season, for sure. It's funny because I hated him on the Vikings, but now I just <laughs> absolutely love him. Probably because, like, the Eagles-Vikings, that little bit of rivalry, you know, mm-hmm. just... I don't know. You and you to guys me, are winners. I remember. Yeah, <laughs> kidding, of course. <laughs> it just, to me, like, Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen, if they can connect, like, they're going to win this game, no problem. But if they can, if they don't, no yeah, like, in a... No, if they connect, like huh. if they're able to get passes to him, like if he catches like seven or eight gets mm-hmm. seven or eight catches for the entire game, like I think the Bills will win this game. But if they're missing or Marcus Peters is shutting him down, there's a 
good probability the Ravens will win this game. Mm-hmm. But I think the more better likelihood is the Bills will win this game. I think they're just gonna have a field day with the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so you're you're on uh you're on Buffalo and you're on Buffalo minus two and a half then, right? Yep, Bills Mafia. Okay, <laughs> I get that. Um, I get that. Look, I mean, like I want to like Josh Allen. Like I think I think he's definitely you know grown as a quarterback from from where he was, especially two years ago. Like I remember when they beat the Vikings. What was it like two years ago or three years ago when it was a huge upset and he ran for like two hundred yards? He's come a long way from that. Um, and and I will say, you know, he's definitely improved. He's not. He's kind of like peeking at the top 10 quarterbacks. I don't think he's there yet. Um, maybe that's a controversial. It's probably a controversial opinion. But I think a lot of people in the NFL, a lot of people, especially on Twitter, that interact with maybe, maybe she's my own echo chamber, but they are so just like like dead set on this season means everything and the rest of the seasons in the past mean nothing. And that bothers me a lot. So <laughs> I just have that kind of, you know, uh, anti-reactionary bend to, to how I feel about Josh Allen because I'm not ready to commit there, um, especially admit, in the playoffs. Yeah, you got to admit though, like, Bills fans have been so starved to a Super Bowl. I mean, go to four straight and lose all four, and the first one being in such heartbreaking fashion. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to just kind of feel for them, and I'm sure to them to get this monkey off their back of a Super Bowl. Like, it, every, like, it means the world to them to win this, and I think they win it this year. Like, they're going to have to – like they will be okay with five years of mediocrity if it means winning the Super Bowl right now. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, and when I say, you know, Bills fans are mean to me on Twitter and that's why I hate them, that's not entirely true. I just want to shit on Bills fans on Twitter that have ever to me because they've been dickheads. So I just want to shit on them as much as possible. Um, but no, I mean, I, I Bills are great. Also, um, I'm sorry. I also, I feel no sympathy for any other sports franchise ever. The Jaguars have disappointed me for the past 15 years and uh, no, no one else, and close to no one else knows that pain. So at least in the NFL world, maybe the Browns, probably the Browns. Um, so I don't, I don't feel bad for the bills. Uh, if, if I can make it to a Super Bowl once, that was enough. When the, the Eagles Super Bowl, that was, I mean, that was a horrible year and a great year for me, 2017. Um, but if they made the Super Bowl, that's all I cared about. You know, if they just made it, I don't even care if they won at that point. I would have just been happy with making it. And I was saying that a while up to it. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I don't hate this bills team as much as I probably let on. I just think maybe they're a little overrated in the playoffs. I think the Ravens are a little underrated. And like you said, pretty hot going into this. Very, very hot going into this. And Lamar has been playing lights out the past month. And that worries me because I don't know. I, I think it's possible to stop a quarterback outside of Patrick Mahomes and Lamar when they're hot. But the, those guys are just like unstoppable when they're on it. Personally, that's how I feel. And I don't know if Buffalo is really built to contain Lamar. Like the linebackers really that good on Buffalo? Probably better than they were on, well, probably better than they were on Tennessee. Yeah, I would say that. So I'd agree with that. Yeah, they're right. Definitely better. Yeah, okay, okay. That's probably, that's probably fair. And the safeties are better, too. So it's going to be an interesting one. I'm excited, though. I got the Ravens in my in my Super Bowl, so I'm pulling for them for sure. And I also got put a few a few bets on, actually, Bills and Ravens in the AFC ch- championship game and also Kansas City and Ravens in the championship game before the playoffs obviously started. So I'm yeah. hoping to get one of those, you know? Hoping Hopefully. To get there. Yeah. Um, let's see. Anything else I have to say about that? Uh, anything else you want to add to that game? I think over. Just this is over. Oh, okay. it- just anything over what 50. it is, just over. Yeah, it's, I got 50, 50 and a half. Um, I'll take the over on that, too. I, for sure, for sure. I can't see a world where both teams suck, so I tend to imagine it's going to go over. Yeah, oh, I do want to mention, it, it doesn't, doesn't scare you at all that Buffalo only came out three points ahead of Indianapolis, especially when Indy missed, like, two field goals? Does that, uh, bother, does that scare you? I don't know. To me, it doesn't because it seemed like the Bills were sort of slowing down and trying to kind of grind out the rest of the game, which... It worked out in their favor, so it doesn't matter. But, you know, that tactic can work against you if teams sort of build mm-hmm. momentum. 
against the Ravens, I wouldn't do that because the Ravens are a momentum fueled team. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the Bills are capable of handling it as long as they play a little bit. If they play smart and they play a little aggressive. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Sounds good. Um, let's go to the other AFC game. Yeah, we got the Browns and the Chiefs. Um, it's a 10-point spread. Um, you know, I, I want to say before we talk about this, the Browns were expected to get crushed by Pittsburgh and didn't. I'm not sure if that has any relevance on Kansas City, but um, I'm assuming you got Kansas City in this one, right? I, well, to win outright, to win I would hope so. Yes. Uh-huh. The spread is so high, though. 10 points, <laughs> yeah. It's, I got 10 points here. You think at yeah. Cleveland 10, maybe? I'm going to say no. I do think it's going to be a two-touchdown okay. game, but 10 points is just two possessions, and it's a lot. I, I'm going to say Kansas City wins by two touchdowns, though. Yeah, I, th- I think I'm on board with you as well. The over-under is 57.5. Um, I'd probably take the over on that, too. Um, I, I do. I will have to say, um, there is definitely an avenue, like a 20% chance where the Browns win, because I don't think this Chiefs defense is good at all. I, I in fact, think it was probably the worst one. Uh, of any playoff team to come into here. Um, so I do I, I do think that there's a scenario, right, the Browns run the ball a lot, Baker doesn't turn the ball over, which, you know, he, he's been pretty good taking care of the ball. Um, and they just run out the clock, and they don't give Mahomes enough time to maybe come back and do that. But I feel like that works more for the spread rather than, like, the actual, like, winner of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, that's kind of where I'm falling. I think it'd be real tough for Kansas City to lose, especially Andy Reid off the bye. But I, I do have to say, this is, like, well, I don't think, I don't think any of those guys played. They played for like a half in Kansas City. I think some of them played for like Kelsey played for a little bit. I could be wrong about that, though. I'm pretty sure Mahomes did not play yeah, at all. Play. But yeah. uh, I, maybe a few of them, like maybe like yeah. Chris Jones or yeah. maybe Kelsey a bit. But they're all rested. Yeah, I worry if it's I worry if it's too much rest for a younger team. Do, do you think that means anything or I'm just kind of grasping at narratives? I think you're grasping at straws there just because they've sure. been there. Like they AFC championship game two years ago, Super Bowl last year. This year, like they're looking, they're 15 1 looking to repeat again. Like they've been there, done that type deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, I, like I said, I'm pretty, pretty in agreement with you on this one. It seems like um, Andy Reid off a of bye is insane. He's such a good game planner. Uh, this, it makes a lot of sense. I don't know if Stefanski's going to come back and coach. I don't know if that's a good thing. Feels like a <laughs> lot is going on in Kansas City, right? And in, uh, in Cleveland, in Kansas City, might just blow through them real quick, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think the interesting thing is if the Chiefs defense can stiffen up because mm-hmm. I've heard people say the Chiefs defense sucks. But then again, like mm-hmm. they have Mahomes, so they'll be able to shoot out anyone, especially the Browns. Mm-hmm. But I don't think the Chiefs defense is all that bad. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think it's that bad either. Um, I just think it's the worst in the playoffs. Does that make sense? Even worse than the Packers defense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, w- I would say that unequivocally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I don't. I mean, like, like they have anyone with star power: Jai Alexander, Kenny Clark, and Preston Smith. Like, or, or even like Amos and, and Savage. Like, I don't feel like they have anyone nearly as good. Uh, Tyron Matthew, I think, is a pretty <laughs> solid player. Chris Jones. Yeah, yeah Jones uh, is very good. Sure. I just wish I watched more Kansas City football because <laughs> I would definitely be able to rattle off a few names. But what I'm saying is, like, they're as a team and as a unit, like they've kept so many pieces from last year that I feel like they know how to work together. Great. They may not have the star power like the Packers and I'm sort of grasping at straws here. I can kind of feel that right now, but I don't know. Like to me, it's that cohesive unit and they work together. And to me, like just with that experience from last year, I just think it's going to be too much and they're going to stiffen up come, you know, come Sunday. 
Yeah, I mean, I feel like last year, like, what the thing that got them to the Super Bowl was their hot defense. Like, Thornhill was really good, right? And all those guys were, were, were pretty good. Ward was really good. I mean, Jones, obviously, all those guys were really good. Um, sorry, I just had someone follow me on Twitter, or on, on Twitch, and it freaked me the fuck out. Holy shit. Anyway. <laughs> Um, sorry. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think they got really hot last year, and that was kind of like the big thing that happened, and I don't see that happening this year at all. I mean, I like Ladarius Sneed, you know, the new cornerback they got. I'm a, I'm a pretty big fan of his, but, I mean, otherwise, I feel like this team just isn't hot like it was last year. Like, I get Matthew and Jones. Those guys, I will say, are pretty unequivocally very good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I don't know, I'm not, not really seeing much outside of that. You know, they're not really, I don't think they're able to bring that much pressure, or I don't really care that much that they're able to, like, Frank Clark isn't that good. Uh, like, I'm just, I'm, I'm not sure that the defense is up to it. But I, I don't even know if that fucking matters, though, at this point. You know, this is an offensive-oriented team. They've got Tyreek Hill, who's a superstar, pretty much unstoppable at certain points. Mahomes is obviously Mahomes. Kelsey is the best tight end in the league, at least receiving-wise. Um, and they've got a really good offensive line, so I'm not even sure if it matters, you know? Um, at least in this matchup, I don't think it does, right? Well, the key to the game is going to be the Chiefs have to go up early and make the Browns throw. The Browns have a great offensive line and a great two-headed running back duo with Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. But if they make Baker Mayfield throw with, you know, they have Jarvis Landry, they're missing OBJ. They have a few other good receivers, uh, tight ends. They, They have good pieces, but the thing is their passing offense is significantly worse compared to their running offense. And part of the reason why they were so dominant against the Steelers, I mean, granted, the Steelers made a million mistakes, <laughs> yeah. and a ton of them, but they could just run the ball for the rest of the game. And the Steelers definitely couldn't stop that because their run offense is one of the best run offenses I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it definitely is. They have, it's not even close. They have the best running back group in the league. And I, I, I don't yes. think that's close. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, that, that's, that's definitely an important thing to say. I will agree. Making bigger throws is the best way to attack that offense defensively for sure. Uh, I think that's you know pretty much goes without saying because I don't or not goes without saying, but I pretty much uh, I think that's what's going to happen. I think it's the most likely outcome that they're going to be up early. Kansas City, they can throw. They're coming off a bye. They're probably going to. I don't know if any really scripts too much, but you know enough enough rest and enough time to to plan for the Browns that they'll they'll probably be up pretty big at halftime. I, I would assume, or at least up like two scores at halftime. Um, and then after that, it's kind of just, you know, making sure the Browns don't, don't come close, <laughs> you know, but exactly. Kansas City definitely is a streaky offense, even in games. Right. So it's definitely possible for them to, you know, fuck up and then not be able to rebound. Um, I, I just think there's some possibilities, but the most likely outcome, uh, is Kansas City. And I will say for the, the Browns, uh, against the Steelers last week when I was, I was off on that for sure. I think most people were, that was a division game that, you know, obviously, like you said, Pittsburgh has a lot of mistakes. So for the Browns even to be here, I think it's pretty lucky at this point, right? Agreed, so. yeah. I mean, I think it's a good enough story for the season, even if oh, they absolutely. were to get blown out. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like, I think they've got a lot to look forward to. Like, a, a, lot, a lot of good stuff in the future for them. Because they're all pretty young. I can't really think of anyone too old that's, like, a significant contributor besides maybe Odell and Landry and, like, maybe Vernon. But, like, those guys, I don't even know if, you know, Odell's going to be on the team <laughs> after this year, right? So we'll see. Um, but yeah, uh, the over-under is 57. Do we, do we talk about that? Cause I think, I think we're over on that, right? Uh, yeah, I tend to imagine the over, I think if you wanted to play it safe and you were like, I want one of these bets to hit like the Browns total under as well, because I, my assumption is it's going to be like a 38, you know, 24 type game. So it'll go over, 
But then, you know, there's the off chance that maybe KC just absolutely blows out the Browns and they're kind of just, you know, they score like 10 points or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel confident Kansas City is going to put up points and I feel like the Browns are going to be able to put up points as well, even if it's garbage time. So I feel confident saying the over. Okay, that sounds good. Yeah, I'm on I'm on Kansas City to win this Kansas City minus 10 as well. And on the over too. Although I'm, I will say, I will give that disclaimer. I'm not good at the over under. So we'll see where that goes. Uh, all right, the last game we have this uh, looks like it's Sunday. Yeah, it's a Sunday game. Is the Buccaneers and the Saints? And I mean, this might even be more controversial than the the Ravens game. But I've got the Buffalo, I've got the Buccaneers, and I've got them blowing out the Saints. Uh, I, I can take them up to seven. I think at this point, it's plus three the line, um, and the over under is fifty one. But I, I think the Buccaneers are going to beat them pretty bad. What do you think, Jesse? You're a smart man because I also think the Bucks <laughs> are going to win. It is led to be a team three times in a season. True. And the Saints have beat the Bucks pretty badly on those two occasions. Oh yeah. I think Tom Brady's out for blood, not for revenge. And this Saints team doesn't really impress me that much. Yeah. Um. I. I think you're you're pretty right on that. The, and definitely, yeah. It's, it's hard to beat a team three times in the year. I remember it happened to the Jaguars in like '99, and that was the only three losses they had in that year. So it was fucking terrible. But. Um, yeah, I think I think if you're Tom Brady in the Buccaneers offense and you're able to put up 31 points on Washington defense while the offense was actually playing pretty well, uh, I think there's no defense that's going to be able to stop you, especially not the Saints, who I think are a very well-balanced team, and I think they're a, a pretty good team, but I worry about Drew Brees in the offense a lot, uh, and the Buccaneers defense, while they have a very young defense, I still think they're very talented, so I'd be... Yeah, I'd be hella skeptical of anyone taking the Saints and feeling confident about that. And like you said, Brady, you know, I, I try not to buy into narratives too much, but Brady coming off of a win in Washington, going back to New Orleans to play them again after he threw, I think, like three picks in that game. But they lost like they scored three points. I think it was in the fourth quarter. Terrible, yeah. terrible game. Um, and, and Brady definitely has one of the best legacies probably in the NFL. But man, this would just be another fun thing for him to have. And if we look at that offense, I mean, fuck, dude, I, I don't know how you, I don't know how any team has stopped this offense. Like, you know, they're healthy now. So it feels like it's tougher for anyone to stop them, right? Or yeah, they definitely not. started to click and started to roll. I think the one issue I have with the Bucks is they have all these really great defensive pieces. At least that's what they've been touted about the entire season. Mm-hmm. Watching the playoff game, the Washington football team versus the Bucks last week, I don't know what Todd Bowles is doing, but he's playing this sort of weird zone where, I mean, Taylor Heineke, who played the AAF and, you know, mm-hmm fourth string on the yeah, Washington yeah. step chart, whatever sort of tore them apart. I mean, Taylor Heineke could definitely be good, but it mm-hmm. seemed like there were just these weird zones where Taylor Heineke was just throwing dots. Yeah. And with a guy like Drew Brees and Michael Thomas and Michael Thomas being the slant master King, mm-hmm. that concerns me a bit where we'll just be able to sort of dice up that zone defense. Mm-hmm. So I hope he mixes it up and does something different. That's definitely a very fair point. I I 100 agree with that. That that's a good point, especially Breeze. You know, being you know short yardage guys like 40, what, two years old, or whatever. How old he is? 40 years old. Um, being able to do that stuff definitely it, it makes sense. I mean, he's always been like a short yardage guy. You know, at least you know, is right? Sure better short 40. Uh, Breeze? Yeah. Is am I wrong? I mean, I could be wrong. I, I'm not sure. Is he, I he's, thought he was 39, but I could be wrong. That's totally possible. He's 41. He's old. Oh, Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I keep thinking. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, so I he also got his like start really late, right? Because he was with what like the Chargers for a little bit, and then yep. and finally with New Orleans. So yeah, yep. probably probably feels feels less less old. Um, but yeah, okay, yeah. So I, I do I do definitely understand that Todd Bowles. I feel if you've him as a defensive coordinator, but I think you're right. They have a lot of talent. 
it's just it's young talent and it's it feels a little streaky. Um, but I do I did put in a bet. For, I think it was like plus three thousand five hundred or whatever, plus thirty five hundred or whatever on Antonio Field Jr. winning the defensive rookie of the year at the beginning of the year. So yeah, I've always been a big fan of that team. <laughs> at least you could say that. So. <laughs> He's um, definitely got a shot at that award. I'm not saying yeah, a win, but he's got a shot. Yeah, I think it's going to be Chase Young. It's just I think so too. They they also for these awards, especially for rookie awards, they always over. Or I mean, just for the rookie awards, they always over, not estimate or over. If you're a higher draft pick, you have a better shot of winning. Yeah, you know? better emphasis on them. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I still I still will maintain that 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 he has a shot and that you know maybe we'll get in there. Maybe we'll get some some weird electors in there and they just love the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And maybe if they go to a Super Bowl, we'll see it. Um, because I, I also think this team is, you know, we talked about the Ravens being hella hot and, and, you know, really coming to this game. I think the Buccaneers are very hot coming into this too. And I, I don't know if, I don't know how you feel about this, but I think Washington, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I want to do this hard, but I feel like they might've been the best defense in the playoffs. So if you're able to score 31 on them, I feel very, very confident about him going forward against the Saints defense. Made a face. What's up? You don't think so? I, I don't know. Like, I probably it's that NFC East bias where I'm like, oh, I don't think their defense is as good <laughs> yeah. as everyone makes that to be. But I can't think of a better one, or at least one that's been hot, as highly touted as the Washington mm-hmm. football team, especially with their pass rush. Yeah, I was going to say the defensive line is, at least at this point, um, you know, with all the injuries to, to Pittsburgh and obviously season's over, um, they have the best defensive line in football. I'm very comfortable saying that, I think. Um, I've always loved Sweat. I thought he was a, fun be- uh, a full thing. Ooh, what's up? No, I just, like I said, I'm very comfortable saying that, I think. <laughs> true, true. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, well, I hope I'm, uh, you know, I, I will say, I'll say it unequivocally, without a doubt. They're the best defensive line of football currently with all the injuries. So a little bit of caveat, but whatever. Um, yeah, so, I, you know, I feel pretty confident if any team's able to do that. Um, if they put up 31 on Washington's defense, that I think they'll probably put up a similar amount. There, the line for this one is I'm off my thing, 51 and a half. That feels pretty good. Makes me kind of want to stay away forever. But I also felt the same way about every other under over under line. What do you think about that one? 51 and a half. If I had to pick one, I'd pick the under just because mm-hmm. I think maybe the Bucks will put up points. But assuming the Bucks win, I think the Saints are going to have to have a really bad game. And I could I could see it happening, especially if the Bucks really want revenge, which I think they do. <laughs> True. Do you put any stock into this being a division game? Like, does that, that alter you at all? Uh, I put stock into the fact that it's Tom Brady revenge game, and that is terrifying <laughs> to anyone. True. That, that is fair. That, that's pretty terrifying. Um, I, I definitely do have the bias. Like, I don't, like, during the regular season, I have, like, a strict rule to not bet on uh, or at least, you know, strict rules, but rules can be broken. Um, I guess just a rule, not a strict rule. But I, I will say that I, I really don't like betting on, on division games because it just they have so much information on each other. You know, the teams game plan, game plan really well against each other. And I feel like a lot of teams split more more often than they don't, right? Uh, I, I could be wrong about that statistically, but I feel like that's the case. Um, and we did just see the Browns, you know, upset the Steelers in a division game. And that was the biggest upset of the weekend. Uh, maybe the Seattle was a bigger upset, but... Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It just, it makes me a little bit worried about putting money on this game, but like I said, coming into this, I like Buccaneers plus seven. So, or yeah, I mean, I like them, I guess up to minus four. So, uh, I'm, I'm pretty in on the Buccaneers, but I was just curious to your take, if that's something you've considered, especially in betting. Well, I like, I like the idea of bucks plus three in this game, you know, mm-hmm. playoff game can't be a team three times, Tom Brady, et cetera. There's a plenty of reasons to bet on the bucks. In terms of divisional games, yeah, there's definitely the added incentive. Your rivals' um, division record being a lot of times a tiebreaker in the case for a division title. 
usually my betting ideas, if I think I have a little bit of an in, I'll bet it. If I don't, I usually stay away from it. Like this, the Ravens Bills game in particular is one. If I wouldn't bet on it, I would stay away from. But like, obviously, I'm an expert. Clearly, I'm not an expert. <laughs> for anyone listening, I'm not an expert. I'm just giving my thoughts. Yeah, yeah but sure. like, there are games I stay away from just because I'm like, well, it could go this way or go this other, and there's such polar opposites of each other. But with it being the playoffs, I think all all bets are off, and no pun intended there, of course. <laughs> so I think the divisional stuff, while they know a lot about each other. I think it doesn't really matter for this. I think it's sort of a clean slate. Mm-hmm. So I'd go with Bucks plus three here. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got to see when it comes down to Sunday, how I'm feeling. If I'm feeling lucky kid, we'll see. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah. So if I've got this right, you've got Buccaneers Packers in the next round and you've got bills and the chiefs in the next round. Is that correct? Yep. I want to see Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. Everyone <laughs> oh, wants to yeah. see that. Honestly, I, that actually hasn't even crossed my mind, but I, I really want to see that too. Fuck. Um, so out of those teams, who you got going to the Super Bowl? Oh, that's tough. It's a tough question. I get it. I can go first if you want. Well, okay. So the Packers lost to the Bucks early on in the season, but that was in Tampa. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the Packers get the better of the Bucks. Aaron Rodgers gets to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And then we have, let's see, Kansas City versus the Bills. I think Kansas City wins that one as well. Mm-hmm. Cliche to sit number one seeds, but I think they're the two best teams in football. Yeah, I mean they they probably are. I'll probably have to agree with you on that one. Um, I at least yeah over the course of the season, I was looking back at a lot of Super Bowls too, just to see what seeds made it. I mean the number one seed makes it. I feel like ninety percent of the time, at least in recent history, like the past ten years. So it's not like a bad thing to pick like number one seeds, you know? Oh um, yeah, I know. I I just yeah. hate to be like yeah this. Number one team will obviously make it's like in March Madness picking no upsets. Like that's no yeah. fun. Oh god, yeah. That's that's cringe for sure. It is. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so you've got Chiefs and Packers in Super Bowl. Do you have the Chiefs winning at all? Mm, duh. <laughs> it's so t- I, it's tough. Every, no, it's tough as fuck, dude. Every fiber of my being wants to say Aaron Rodgers gets a second Super Bowl and we start to respect him a little bit more. But I I really do think the Chiefs are gonna win back to back Super Bowls. Damn, that would be crazy. Really, really would cement Mahomes. Um, I mean, not yeah. that he's already, you know, he's already there, but like really would be great for him. And obviously, I think that's a pretty likely outcome. I am a little different than you there. I've, I mean, obviously a little different on who we picked, but I've got, I've, you know, I've got Ravens Chiefs and I've got the Ravens moving on. And I've got Packers Buccaneers and I've got the Packers moving on. And then I got Packers winning it all. So, you know, we're not that far off. I don't, I don't think we're that far off, but just maybe just a little bit. <laughs> if the Packers play anyone but the Chiefs, I, hundred percent see them winning i just oh, yeah. the chiefs are the packers kryptonite just because they're so similar and i think the packers just have a little bit less star power mm-hmm. yeah I, I would i would say that at least offensive mm, i'd say that offensively i'm not, I, they probably have similar star power uh, in my opinion i think just the, i think we have a difference of opinion on green bay's defense i think that's yeah. where, where they, that's they, probably where a difference yeah, which is fine. Uh, I'm not like like you said. I'm not an expert either. I'm just a guy who watches film and uh, tries my best to to not suck at these fucking games, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean that's all I had. All I want to do is talk playoff football. We talk some pretty good playoff football. Oh, you're an Eagles fan. I want to ask you about Peterson. Um, did you think that was okay? Because I feel nope. like it wasn't. Yeah, I didn't not happy. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't know if you want to talk about it at all, but I'll I'll say a few things. Say a few uh, words. And for anyone listening who wants to check out our podcast, next episode will definitely have an unfiltered rant about the Eagles <laughs> and whatnot. Um, I honestly believe that Doug Peterson's firing was 
basically a scapegoat to keep Carson Wentz in Philly. I think if Doug Peterson stayed, Carson Wentz would have found his way out. Do I think this is the guy who got us our first Super Bowl? So I have a lot of emotional connection to him. And he's not one of those people to really change up and shake systems. I mean, when he won the Super Bowl, he was doing things a lot of other coaches weren't doing at the time, but it's sort of stagnated since. If the Eagles want something new and something innovative, yeah, he's definitely not the guy for it. But besides his first season, he was having winning seasons, going to playoffs, even winning games in the playoffs. I don't know. To me, it seemed like a, I would have gave him another year. I would have loved to see Carson Wentz with a healthy line. Mm-hmm. Uh, Howie Roseman still having his job is kind of criminal. I hope he drafts well this year or else I'm going to be very upset because we have a high pick for once. I don't know. I don't like the move, but time will tell. We have to yeah, see who we hire, sure. too. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, I, I will say uh, on the Eagles' behalf, I, I think uh, Peterson's just saying how it should have been gone, and I don't think that was close for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How, hey, just that guy can't draft. <laughs> like, it I doesn't know. seem like he can draft. It's yeah, so sorry. Painful. I don't, I don't. <laughs> no, I, I get that. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm looking at Peterson as my favorite candidate to be like the Jaguars' next head coach. I would love for him to come there. Um, he's probably my favorite guy, who's, even in front of the enemy and, and Urban. Uh, in my opinion, at least. I think he's going to end up going to the Jets, but him with Trevor yeah, Lawrence, who I tend to believe you're going to pick, unless you yeah. have a different opinion. No, no, no. It's, it's Lawrence or they're dumb or I'm quitting Jacksonville. So. Well, so I have this conspiracy theory, if you'd like me to me. kind yes. of rattle it off. Yes. So this, is, this was probably when they were interested in hiring Urban Meyer. I said one of our early episodes, I, like we were recording and the news broke, yeah. and I was like, okay, Urban Meyer wants to go to Jacksonville, Ohio State guy. Justin Fields had just beaten Clemson. There was like a slight chance if you won the national title and played super well that like maybe Justin Fields could number one overall. Obviously not now because he kind of got the brakes blown off against Alabama. But that would have been an interesting storyline. I really think it could have maybe developed into something. Trevor Lawrence, though, should be the number one pick. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I I like legitimately like I've never really questioned my fanhood ever. But if the Jaguars don't take Trevor Lawrence, I I'm I might not root for them. I don't I don't know. We'll see. Uh, well, yeah. I guess to segue a bit because there is a quarterback kind of on the market in Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. If he were to, if you were to trade for him, would you be okay with that? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it depends okay. on the 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 compensation package, though, right? Like, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we have a lot. We have draft picks. I mean, this year. Mm, we're kind of running out after this year, but we've, we've got some draft picks this year at least. Um, I don't know, like if if I if we had to trade like two, if we had to trade the first overall pick, our two first rounders this year, and like a second round, and maybe like a first in two years, I would consider that. I think anything above that, though, I probably just say no and just roll with Lawrence. You know? Yeah, no, I'm with you on that. I think I'm assuming they'd want the first overall pick. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah. I think it'd be worthwhile to have a quarterback who has really shined in the past few years. You just need to surround him with maybe like a wide receiver, like maybe if like you you have you have weapons on the Jaguars. I think you just need yeah. like maybe another player or two. Yeah, I agree. The defense needs like an overhaul for sure. That's oh, absolutely. Like the yeah, the offense is is you know I would say below league average, but like that's okay for a one and one and one and whatever team, right? Um, like, I love Robinson. I think the offensive line was pretty good. Chark is a very good uh, wide receiver when he's healthy. Um, and I think Lavishka had a really uh, surprising year because I was not a big fan of him coming out of college. Um, mm-hmm. I, but I like him a lot now. A lot more now, at least. Not not like a lot. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think I think just 
this is a very attractive job too, first overall pick. Um, but if Watson comes in, I'm willing to trade an, an unknown asset for a known asset, especially one who's young and under contract, like probably 99 out of 100 times, you know? Yeah, and I guess going off of that, just to pick your brain a little bit more, yeah. it seems like assuming the Texans don't hire Bietami, like Deshaun Watson will probably want out. And um, Miami sort of been rumored. As Miami, would you trade? Would you give up on two already for Deshaun Watson? Uh, I, I feel like there's way too much talk about Tua uh, being bad at this point and like possibly doing a Josh Rosen treatment where they take a quarterback and then they're just like, we're done with Tua. I think that's a bit ridiculous, in my opinion, because he was uh, not my favorite quarterback, because obviously um, we had Burrow, but like he, he was definitely a high guy that I was pretty, pretty high on. Um, but I think Watson, like I said, I think if you're trading for an asset that you know is good, that's under contract, that's really young, what is he, like 25? Um, I think it's probably worth it, especially Miami, you know, just missing out on the playoffs. You're right there. And if you get a quarterback who's great, you're you're there, you know? Exactly. And I think Tua will not be able – we will not see what Tua can do if he doesn't get out of Miami. Really? Like, he, was, he couldn't finish games. He had to have Ryan Fitzpatrick come in. True. And I, to me, like, if he goes to the Houston – They'll probably struggle because Houston's kind of a dumpster fire right now. <laughs> yeah, they are, yeah. But, like, Deshaun Watson to Miami, Deshaun Watson makes them 100% a threat in the AFC. Like, they have a great defense. They have a lot of great weapons on offense. If you put a, I don't know, where do you rate Deshaun Watson? Top 10 quarterback? Oh, yeah, he's, like, top three for me. Top three? Yeah, he's, like, top three. Uh, like, like into, going into next year, like, he'd be, like, a top okay, three. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, whatever it may be. Sure. Top, top five at least. Like, going to yeah. be an elite quarterback. Adding that to their roster, that's that is a playoff run and a half. And I think as a Miami fan, you should definitely want that. Yeah. But for people who were like tank for Tua last year, this has to hurt. <laughs> it, it it does a little bit though. But I, I will say I think Flores was you know going with a pretty interesting strategy. You know, taking out your quarterback when he isn't doing well. I think switching quarterbacks is something. If you have two who can play, it's something more coaches I think need to adopt. I mean, he won games because he did that. You know. Um, and I don't really know what that has to say about Tua going forward. I think coming off that injury, that hip injury, might have done. It was like a weird offseason, obviously, for everyone. Um, I know some rookies struggle, especially, or not struggle. I know some rookies are really good, obviously. Uh, like we saw a lot of the running backs and wide receivers being good. Uh, even, you know, cornerbacks and all those guys still being really good. I think it's a weird offseason, and I'm not ready to give up on Tua. I think people give up on Josh, uh, not Josh Allen, uh, Josh Rosen too early, too. So, yeah, yeah. I'm not knocking Brian Flores. He did yeah. what he had to do to yeah, win. Absolutely. I just think it was a short-term solution to what I could imagine is a long-term problem. It's a fair point. I'm definitely not there that, you know, but it's something to consider. I will absolutely agree with that. It's something to consider for sure. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I got. Um, if you want to plug your stuff again, go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, to anyone listening, if you enjoyed me rambling about sports <laughs> over-unders or my usage of big vocabulary words or my analysis on sports teams, definitely go check me out um, at gym class pod. That's um, myself, Alex and our, my co-host Robbie's podcast. Same type of deal, just like this sports podcast analysis, plenty of jokes and a lot of good humor. Uh, other than, we usually release an episode every Monday. So come check us out at gym class pod on Twitter. But um, Jesse, thank you so much for having me on. It was a lot yeah, of fun. Absolutely, man. Uh, absolutely. This is a good podcast. It's a good quick one. These ones usually, I guess there's not many games. They usually go a lot, a lot longer, but it's good to talk, especially about Eagle stuff when, when that's relevant. And I always love talking about the Jaguars. I feel like I mention them every podcast, so <laughs> it's always good to talk. Stay with my Eagles, so mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. All right, perfect. Uh, that's it for this episode of the Bacon Game Sports Pod. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And follow Jesse on Twitter at 
E-S-S-E-J-T-H-E-S-L.